Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrewed D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody, and welcome to Dungeons & Drams. So this is a special episode, uh, a, um, what do I call this? Inter-something. Inter, inter What's the word I've used? I don't know. This is a, a middle, middle kind of episode where Jason and I are going to do a little something special. So Jason has a, a bit of an outstanding quest um, to go, basically go check out the Thieves Guild and uh, see what he can do. So let's um, let's start off first of all, as always. Jason, what do you got in your glass tonight? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. It's a little bit on the nose, but... Okay. Ardbeg Dark Cove committee release. Beautiful. Why? Because I'm so dark. Because <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> I haven't I haven't had this uh, pour in a while. I still have a good amount, and it's right at like the sweet spot, and it's mm -hmm. it's all sorts of Ardbegian gloriousness. Uh, you know what? I I poured some some one of the Game of Thrones ones just because I'm kind of working on getting rid of them. But yeah. I think once once this dram's done, I think I'm gonna pour. We'll pour the wee beastie. This this right yeah. here, how this is how everyone should D and D right here, baby. <laughs> well, you can get your hands on a committee release dark cove. I, I, <laughs> I holy crap, man! <laughs> I, I, I traded for this bottle a while back, and I've been uh, very, 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 very subtly sipping, sipping, sipping it. So yeah, you're gonna let that one last. That's gonna last as long as I can make it last, and I'll probably. <laughs> Right now, it's about probably I would say a third of the way down. I'll probably let it get to oh, half at some point, and then maybe transfer it to another a smaller bottle to make it last. Yeah, so, yeah. So I, I saw somebody in the chat had a mojito tonight, and I'm uh, sounds like a lot of work. I don't know, like I'll muddle shit, but making a mojito just seems like a lot. But either way, what's everybody in the chat drinking tonight? I, uh, as I mentioned, so I've got the, the, I mentioned it was just one of the Game of the Thrones. This is the Cardu Gold Reserve. Um, it's a single malt, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> House Targaryen. So I was listening to a podcast earlier today where somebody was kind of talking about what they would have done rather than have Game of Thrones end the way that they did. And so it kind of got me in the mood to drink some of this Game of Thrones stuff. Although, come to think of it, I should probably switch it up and do uh, the Night's Watch instead. Cause it's so dark. Oh, that's even. Yeah. Oh, now that works. Yep. Yeah, I think that's, I'll switch switch to that one after. That's an Alessio's wheelhouse right there. <laughs> I like it a lot. So I see Bourbon Bites is in the chat too. He's drinking some Knob Creek small batch, of course. Um, Game of Thrones Lagavulin. Agua like a lamo. That's okay, Whiskey Mountains. Chances chances are you did more exercise than I did today. Although I did close my circles, so very important. <laughs> so, J Jason, are you uh, are you good to go? I think so. I'm actually just kind of looking back at my notes here just to make sure, oh, sure. I have uh, the things I need to. I mean, it's been a while since I we revisited mm -hmm. um, the shadow of uh, well, the Thieves Guild. Mm -hmm. So, kind of, you'll have to definitely catch me up and give me a little bit of a of a recap on the tasks at hand, what I have to do. And yeah, let's, let's get into Absolutely. this. Hopefully, hopefully tonight I don't die. <laughs> hopefully. Um, all right. So let me kind of give a little quick recap. So I'm going to 
kind of glaze over a lot of this because because basically what we're doing is we're actually going forward in time just a tad because it made sense to do this as kind of a me and Jason doing a one-on-one -on -one thing, but the group hasn't quite gotten to the time of day that Jason's going to find himself in. So we're going to do a little uh, timey-wimey, or I forget what that's called, a little, little crazy timey stuff going on. So the group made their way to Alawith Harbor. The group cleared up a whole bunch of loose ends, and then Alessio finds himself in the drunken, um, the drunken Seal Inn. It's nighttime, and he is sitting in his room alone. Um, he is thinking about his second assignment for entry into the Shadows of Brakoth, which is the name of the local Thieves Guild. Your mission is clear. Sneak into the Tempest Traders, find the secret door, and the rest will become clear. That's all the information that you have. So yes. let, me ask, let me ask you, what would you like to do to prepare um, for whatever comes? Do you have your inventory with you? Like, you know, are you taking your backpack? You going light? Like, think of, think about what you would take to, to go do this. Well, I, I feel like I would take anything that's at my disposal. Um, mm -hmm. I would probably go light on weapons because given it's a thieves guild, I, I feel like I need to be as light and as nimble as possible um, in case anything like that mm -hmm. comes up. I don't want to under bring any i want to make sure i bring something that i'm more effective at so um mm -hmm. i would probably leave the bow and arrow at home because it's a little bit more clunky mm -hmm. and just uh, take my uh, my rapier and uh and sword my my small sword just so i can uh protect myself if need be but keep it light okay i will say that you you have a lock on your door so anything that you leave in your room is reasonably safe okay there could always be a, a monster that crashes through the whole building, you know, not going to say that that won't happen. So, but reasonably sure that you could lock up anything that you'd like. So, okay. um, keep that in mind. Whatever you choose not to take in your inventory, you don't have to delete it from your inventory, but just keep it in mind. All right. All right. Got it. So, um, first things first, uh, are you, first off, are you leaving the seal? Are you like, where, what do you want to do? Well, I think at this point, I just want to, um, I feel like Alessio is just going to kind of collect his thoughts, think about every single uh, item he has at his disposal. Um, and then once he kind of makes his plan, the, the problem is, is I don't have a much, I don't have a lot of information, uh, you know, exactly what you told me, mm -hmm. um, go there, find the secret door, and then everything else will be revealed to me. So I feel like I just have to, knowing Alessio, it's like, all right, let's just do this shit. So I'm ready to go. All right. Excellent. So, as you exit the Drunken Seal, you walk down the street of Alawith Harbor. It's not a far walk to get... Oh, so I probably should have said... I know I said it was nighttime, but it's roughly about 10 o'clock at night. So it's pretty pretty dark. The moon is out. Um, but it's not entire... Like, it's not cloudless skies. There are the occasional cloud that will go overhead. So, um, it's not a far walk to get to the Tempest Traders. And, uh, you know, it's literally across the street. So, <laughs> if you look yeah. at the map here... Literally cool. right there. Yeah. Literally right there. All right. So the Tempest Traders is a two-story building, the sides of which are made of stone for the lower level and wood for the upper. There's, um, since it's a two-story building, uh, you kind of can look around and, and you notice there's some, some windows in the front, a couple on the side. Uh, there's a low flickering light in the upstairs and a white glow emanating from a sword in the window on the, on the main level. A white glow emanating from a sword? 
Yes. Uh, so that this is something that you guys never ended up getting into the Tempest Trader, so never took the time to describe it, but easy enough to see the front of the store. Um, there is kind of a notable piece that's in the window. It's kind of a, a showpiece, if you will. And okay. it's a very fancy looking sword. It's actually a rapier. Big surprise there. Um, but, oh, <laughs> but it's... Color, it, color me intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem to be kind of the focal point of this, of this uh, store. Um, something to know, just something that you would know as a character living in this world, is that all the magic items are around. They are not extremely common. Uh, so to have something like this is kind of a point of pride of the Tempest Traders. So that's why they're kind of displaying it out in the open. You you imagine it'd probably be pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah. You can see here, so you're out in front of the building. It's nighttime. That glow kind of coming from the right, you can see through parts of the building. Those are where the windows are. And at this point, I'm going to shut up and let you tell me what you'd like to do. Ooh. I love this layout so far. It looks great. Thank you. Um, so um, I think right now I just want to approach the door. Or uh, actually, so I, I, I noticed that one side is dark. The other side is light. Um, mm -hmm. Is there a window on the dark side? Uh, so using the map, are you thinking like left, right? I'm not quite sure what you're talking about. You could oh, also yeah. use X to uh, point so, to things. So from my vantage point, it would uh -huh. be to the left, yep. but probably to Alessio, it would be on the right. Okay. So over here is where you're talking about, roughly? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So basically, the, where it goes dark, kind of those sharp edges, that's just the corners of the building. So the, the darkness is also kind of your visual point of view. So you okay. can't see around the building without actually traveling around the building. Okay, got it. So I think first what I would like to do is uh, maybe take a little, since it's nighttime, I think I want to explore around the building and look for different ways in. Okay. I don't, I don't think I want to go right straight for the back door and be like, hey, Alessio's here. <laughs> I think what I want to do is just uh, look for maybe some other ways in that might be a little bit more uh, roguey, for lack of a better <laughs> word. <laughs> Sure. Um, so so I can kind of help you get a better sense of the building, and, and I'm going to try my hardest. I know sometimes I lead you guys a bit, but now that you're all le level three, I'm going to let you kind of make your own bed. But feel free to ask any questions that you want. So you are in front of the building. As I mentioned, it's a two-story building. There are windows both on the bottom front and the top front. Um, up in the top, you see that kind of flickering light on the bottom left, so facing the store. On the, you can see it. You see that sword that's emitting kind of a whitish glow. Um, around the side that you're heading towards, you do see, eh, I mean, you're kind of not quite there yet, but if you go a little bit further, you'll notice a little outcropping on the side of the building. Okay. Um, what, what do we got on the back of the building? Um, well, so you guys didn't, you didn't really uh, make it a point to come scout the building earlier in the day. Yep. So you don't know. Okay. So um, is there a way, so can I investigate the back of the building to look for ways in? Well, so let's do this. So if you're going to be kind of walking around the outside of this building, it's 10 o'clock at night. You're not exactly dressed, uh, you know, you're dressed in black. <laughs> you, you look yeah. a little conspicuous. So why don't you make a, me a stealth roll and we'll kind of go from there. All right, let's do that. Oh, not bad. Man. Fantastic. So you rolled a 25. <laughs> so <laughs> you're this level so three no, rogue. Nobody, <laughs> nobody can 
see me ever. <laughs> I know. You're actually not even in the campaign. You're somewhere else. So. <laughs> so. Here we go. All right. So very deftly you move. Light as a feather, you're you're kind of quickly walking across the grass using some of the trees and some of the, the barrels and crates outside the building to hide yourself. So you see an outcropping um, kind of out the left side of this uh, this building. And it's made of stone. Um, it appears to be kind of a secondary entrance. Um, to kind of continue on with such a high roll, let's let's say that you do a quick little tour around the building. Um, you are yeah. invisible. You have no worries there. So around the building, you, you see there's really only the two entrances, unless you start considering uh, alternative methods of getting into the building. There's the front door and the side door. All right, well... Being Alessio is a rogue. Uh, I don't oh. think I want to go through the front door. So um, let's try the side door. Okay. See if there's see if it's locked. See if it's not locked, and let's see what we can do here. Cool. So there's a, a door in front of you. It's made out of wood. It is definitely locked, um, or at least appears to be. You have not yet touched the door um, because yep. that's up to you. Uh, but there is a lock on the door. So what would you what would you like to do? Well, first I test the lock to make sure it's locked. So. Mm -hmm. And um, how do you how do you do that? Just try to turn the knob. Or... I slightly turn the knob as quietly as I can. Just kind of grip it slightly. Just turn it. See if there's any give to it, or see if it's locked. Okay. Uh, very quietly, you're able to to do that, and it's definitely locked. It, the doorknob does not really budge at all. All right. Well, given uh, given my mission, um, uh, I first I kind of lean into the door. Mm -hmm. uh, try to listen to make sure I don't hear anyone on the other side. Okay. Uh, roll perception for me. Okay. All right. So you do not hear anything on the other side. Um, it's not a very thick door, so you're pretty confident that you would hear something if there was something there. Okay. So uh, with nobody on the other side, nobody really sees me. I got that mm -hmm. really freaking sick... Uh, <laughs> Stealth roll. Sure did. Let's, uh, let's try to pick this lock and see if I can get in. All right. Uh, so go ahead and so we're going to roll lock picking. So you are proficient with thieves' tools. All right. A 10. Um, so, you know, again, maybe it's a little dark. Can't really see a whole heck of a lot, but it takes you a little bit of time, but you do eventually get through the door. Okay. Um, so uh, definitely a little bit longer than, than you'd like. Maybe. Honestly, probably like seven or eight minutes to pick this lock. It took a while. Oh, man. Running out of time. Inside the door, you see kind of a tile floor, more more stone than tile. And uh, it seems to be just kind of a, a maybe a little loading room to, to leave some barrels. Um, or, or barrels of whiskey? Uh, well, you don't know. <laughs> but perhaps. Um, you get the feeling that this is probably where people can leave items securely if they deliver it in off times. Um, okay, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna head in, so okay. I'll go into the room here. Okay. And it looks like there's another door. There sure is. A uh, very similar looking door, uh, yet another, another just basic lock wood door, um, maybe looks a little bit more secure, but it's, it's not like a giant bolted thing. So, All right, so I want to do the same, I want to do the same thing. I kind of want to test it, make sure if it's locked or it's open, make mm -hmm. sure there's nobody else on the other side, so I listen first. Okay, go ahead and roll a perception again for me. Uh, you got it. 
All right, with a 16. So um, you put your ear up to the door and you listen and you, you hear a noise, but can't really quite tell what it is. It sounds perhaps like snoring, but not quite right. Snoring? It sounds kind of like, and just over and over again. But very, very slow, quiet. Okay. Um, all right, so now I check the door. Uh, I'm going to mm -hmm. try to turn it to get into it. Uh, so I move the handle slightly, and the door is... Door is locked. Door is locked. All right, so I'm going to try to pick this lock as well. Um, okay. Let me get my thieves' tools and use the thieves' tools. All right, 17, no problem. The door clicks open, and you open it up. Um, but before you open it up, <laughs> are you... <laughs> So I, it's it's okay that you saw it. Like I mean, you could peek through. That's not a problem. I didn't see much. I only saw like two tables. That's it. <laughs> that's okay. So okay. I guess what I what I meant to say is I don't I I, I don't want to open the door for you. Are you? What are you doing to get through the door? Are you? Busting so what I want to do is actually open the door. Since since there was a noise on the other side, mm -hmm. I want to open that door as quietly as possible and really kind of check, kind of peek my head in, see if I could hear anything even better before I kind of work my way in and start um, exploring. Okay. Um, I mean, I can tell you, even with a 16, that's that's about as good as you're going to get. Um, okay. So you, you're still hearing the noise. And, and even when you were picking the lock, you didn't hear the noise change at all. Okay. That's that's really it. Um, I will say that you, you don't see any sort of light other than a little bit of that white light kind of beaming underneath the door frame. Um, but there doesn't seem to be any sort of other lights conflicting on the inside. Well, if I don't hear steps or anything, nobody moving around, then I, I want to go in the room, obviously as quietly as possible. Okay. All right. So uh, we'll open the door here. Okay. All right. Oh. Um, so now, now that we're inside, why don't you give me another stealth roll? Oh God! All right, and I and I knock over a lamp and set the place on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, so even with a critical, uh, even with a one, you still rolled an eight because your yeah. stealth is pretty mighty. Yeah. Um, the the snoring noises stop, and you oh, hear shit. what sounds like some sort of or some sort of hard material scraping against the wooden floor. Oh. Is there... Is there a friggin' horse in here? <laughs> <laughs> so, I would say, uh, you know, some whatever was making that noise seems to be moving. Okay. Um, Alright, so... What I want to do, I guess, is is I'm trying to I'm trying to since the room isn't really lit, I'm trying to figure out where what part of the room the noise is coming from. Sure. So let me let me tell you a little bit more about this room. So sure. you haven't quite entered yet, so you're not going to get everything. But one thing that you do notice is that there's a very distinct smell to this room. It smells like cinnamon and sandalwood and garlic, which is a very strange combination, but not God. entirely not entirely weird when you consider that this is just a general store. Okay. Um, 
the room is only lit from the glow of the sword, but you can tell that the layout is very utilitarian. There's tables filled with stuff and, you know, boxes, crates, etc., all painted with these big black letters saying kind of what's in them. And you get the sense that nothing really stays here too long. It seems to be made to just move material. Things probably come off the ship, come in here, get bought. Yep. Um, so I think for me, because, so my mission is to find a secret entrance, correct? Your mission um, is to find a secret entrance somewhere within the Tempest Traders. Oh, yes. Somewhere within the Tempest Traders. So I, I'm not, like that sword obviously is piquing my interest. Mm -hmm. uh, but since there's such a glow from that sword, that could make me. So I'm not sure I want to go near that sword quite yet. Mm -hmm. I think I want to, I want to stay on course for my mission. So I think what I want to do is kind of um, go maybe keep along the wall here. So if I'm going into the room to my right um, and kind of work my way along the, the, the wall by those crates and see if there's something either in the crate or maybe behind the crate in order that that could key me to a, uh, a possible you know, secret area. Okay. Um, so why don't you move yourself a little bit and kind of show me where you're where you're talking about? Just because there's there's a few crates in here, I want to make sure I'm kind understanding. Along down this way, with the crates down along this wall here. Okay. Um, so those crates are uh, actually they're they're coils of rope. Um, okay. Yep. And there's uh there's quite a few of them. There's some nets. There's uh just general fishing supplies as well. Um, okay. The the uh, so something else I'll just mention um, is. Roll perception for me real quick. Sure. Because whatever's in here hasn't forgotten about you. You see a pig. Kind of a stand, pig? A pig. A little pot-bellied pig. Stand, oh. stand up from behind the counter across the room, and he looks right at you. This is why I wanted bacon. <laughs> <laughs> now, something... Because he he doesn't know you, he doesn't recognize you, and he starts charging directly at you. Oh Jesus Christ! And you're amazed at how quickly a pig can go from standing to running. As this pig is charging you, what you what would you like to do? You've only got uh, a second to decide here. Uh, so since he's charging at me, the first thing I want to do is kind of maybe since I'm so athletic, I want to kind of jump and kind of flip over him. Just to see okay. what happens, and if he comes back at me, well, I have other plans. But let me let me try to dodge and jump over him first. Okay, uh, roll an acrobatics for me, or okay. yeah, do athletics. acrobatics. Athletics um, or acrobatics? Oh yeah, acrobatics. I got it. Be acrobatics. Because you're doing a flip. Yeah, here we go. Okay. All right, no problem. You have trained doing flips for quite a bit of your life, so uh, this pig charges at you, and you do a little flip over his head. Okay. He skids to a stop, and he turns around and starts looking at you again. Oh, Jesus. The square off with the pig in the Tempest Traders. Right. <laughs> so now I unsheath my rapier, and I show him, like, I don't want to kill you, pig, but if you charge me again, Alessio Morte will kill you. Obviously, he doesn't understand a fucking word I'm saying. <laughs> Well, I'm hoping he sees it. So it's your move, pig. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say you have two choices here. Um, 
you could either try to intimidate the pig or you could roll for animal handling. Either one, and we'll see what happens. I'm going to go with intimidation since I'm pretty proficient in that. So let me, uh, I'm showing him my sword. So let's intimidate him. Oh, I had a 17. Come on. He starts charging you again. He's not scared. <laughs> He's not scared of you. He he appears to be protecting this place. Oh, what would you I like? I don't want to leave a mess either. Oh my God. Um, so, is, it too late? is it too late to try animal handling? Make a dexterity saving throw to see if you can dodge him again, and we'll see what happens. Uh, dexterity. Okay, got it. All right, so you dodge out of the way. You uh, you kind of knock into this table a little bit, but okay. um, mostly silently with such a high roll. You, you rolled a 17. So he does kind of nick your leg a little bit, and I, uh, I think you should take a... Well, let's see. I'll do a d4 of damage. Oops, I did two. That's okay. Uh, three damage. So okay. he, uh, he, he kind of, what's the word? He bludgeons your leg with his stupid head. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so although you dodged pretty well, uh, in order to keep your feet and avoid making sound, the, the DC was a bit harder. So okay. I'd say you've got one more chance if you wanted animal handling him. All right, roll animation didn't work. Oh man, Oof, your your rolls are brutal tonight. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I, I I started off hot. They're not working out here. I know, right? <laughs> always, always when I'm against them, something the rolls just go to shit. All right, so this pig again, he charges into you and he knocks you right back onto the table here. Um, okay. While you were attempting to be, you know, here piggy piggy or whatever. Um, he he charges right into you, knocks you onto the table, and you make a loud noise. Oh, um, what would you like to do? Uh, well, at this point, I have to attack the pig because he's being kind of relentless. Okay. So I take out my rapier and attack the pig. All right, a 19 definitely hits, uh, and you do seven points of damage to the pig. <laughs> oh, God. All right, the pig is having none of that, and he runs the hell away, and he runs up these stairs. Oh, okay. And if there was anything that you wanted to try to do in that, in that moment that he ran away, tell me now. No, just let him go. <laughs> I want... That fucking pig can go back to bed, wherever the hell he is. All right. You hear the sound of jingling keys in the front door. Oh, shit. Um, so somebody's obviously coming in, so that means I got to freaking hide. So um, so right behind here, so if, if, I'm, if you're looking at the screen here, Dungeon yep. Master, mm -hmm. um, I see it almost looks like a bar on the other side or maybe a desk. Uh, so are you talking about the, the counter kind of on the right-hand side yeah, of here? Yeah, yep. counter, okay. yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm gonna, I want to kind of jump back there and hide. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, so go ahead and place yourself wherever you'd like, and then do a, another stealth roll for me. Okay. You hear the door unlock. 18. All right, that's very good. The door opens, and mm -hmm. in walks a guard. Okay. And... Uh, he looks around. He doesn't really see anything. 
and uh, he starts kind of walking. He walks near the counter, and he's going to make a quick little roll here. Quick roll? Just a quick roll. Just a little one. All right. He continues to walk past the counter, and he sees a little bit of blood on the floor. He gets real concerned. He sees it heading over to the stairs here. Okay. And and he charges up the stairs and disappears. All right. So, so the pig and the guard both ran up the stairs. <laughs> uh-huh. Correct. <laughs> oh God. Okay. What would you like to do? So while I'm so while they're up the stairs, I'm kind of checking. I want to check back here as quick as I can to see if there's any um, secret entrance behind the counter. Okay. So, uh, make an investigation roll for me. Okay. So you look around a little bit. You look at the floor, looking for trap doors, looking for buttons, looking for anything, and you do not see anything. You're convinced that there is nothing over here. Okay. So nothing there. Um, what is, explain to me, Dungeon Master, what is the, are these stairs that go up to the counter or does that go downstairs somewhere? So those, <laughs> so those are little tiny stairs, which, you know, being the, the clever lad that you are, uh, you guess that those are about pig-sized stairs to get up onto the counter. <laughs> <laughs> They're pig stairs. Okay. They're uh, pig-sized right. stairs. Everybody watching, <laughs> hashtag pig stairs. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Now, something that you would know if you well, actually you know what let's do this uh let's say roll a roll an intelligence check for me let's see how well you remember a few nights ago after drinking quite a bit <laughs> uh an ability check uh yes yep okay okay a 10 10 was what you needed so you remember them saying that there was the Snortimer's stout, uh, Snortimer's stout that you drank the other night. You remember them saying that there was a pig that lived at the Tempest Traders, who was basically the pet of the owner, and that was oh. who they named the beer after. That's right. That's right. So I almost attempted to kill the famous pig. That's great. <laughs> I'd say you did more than attempt. <laughs> you stabbed. You <laughs> stuck that pig like a friggin'. all right um so you hear from upstairs you hear uh the guard say snortimer are you okay what happened and then you hear some movement don't tell me snortimer answers him (laughs) (laughs) uh you, you don't hear much else but you do hear just footsteps above you like there's there's something going on upstairs. All right. Um, okay. So I feel like at some point someone's gonna come down the stairs in any minute. So before that happens, uh, while the guard is inside and the pig is upstairs and they're both upstairs, I need to check out that sword as quick as I can. Okay. All right. So you're gonna walk over to the sword. Um, so you walk to the sword. And you okay. notice it has a, uh, oh, where did I put this sword? There we go. Um, so there's a little plaque underneath it, and it's called the Moon-Touched Rapier. It's uh, got a little plaque that says, Within the Feywilds, surrounded by a serene forest that exudes a deep sorrow, there is a pool that reflects the moon, Leocite. 
and unmatched in, uh, with unmatched intensity. The sword was discovered resting just beneath the waters and glows when Leosite rises in the heavens. So Leosite is the name of the celestial body, the moon. Okay. Leosite. Mm -hmm. I got to uh, write that down. Leosite. Mm -hmm. so, so essentially that's the name of the sword? So the name of the moon is Leosite. The, the, okay. the rapier itself is just called a moon-touched sword. A uh, moon-touched rapier. Okay. If it has a name, you don't know it. Um, all right. I want that sword so fucking bad right now. <laughs> but I feel like that's that's not the mission. I feel like I need to continue to explore. And if I have time when I leave, maybe I can figure out how to, to get the sword. But I feel like maybe the sword will lead me to whatever the hidden thing is. Being it's a thieves guild. Maybe the thieves want me to take this sword in order to open something up. So I attempt to pick up the sword. Okay. So you reach out, you touch the sword, and you feel this dread kind of come over you. Oh, something God. is very off with the sword. Make a um, wisdom saving throw for me. All right, so you rolled a nine. So you kind of shake it off a little bit, and you think better of it. You let the sword go. I'm not okay. going to tell you you can't try again, but for the moment, something in your body retracts your hand. Uh, okay, well, that didn't make me feel very good. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I will say that you're you're running out of time. I'm I'm being pretty loosey goosey here because you're. I mean, you jumped over the table. You look at the sword. You grab the sword. Like it's pretty quick. But yeah, it's you're gonna, it's you're quick. gonna run out I, of time I, pretty soon. All right. So I so I start. Can I investigate around the sword? See if I could find a secret passage. Sure. Um, roll an investigation check for me. Okay. Uh, risky whisk. <laughs> risky whisk. All right. <laughs> All right, so you rolled a you rolled a one and you had a plus one, so you got a two. So you're risky whiskeying. Rolling another oh a natty Much better. twenty. A natty twenty. Go. All right. So with a natural twenty, as you look around the sword and you see the the waves of white kind of washing out from it, you look around the room and you see mm -hmm. not really a whole heck of a lot. You don't see any sort of buttons or any switches or anything really special that makes you think there's anything to do with the sword. In fact, I'd say you're positive with a natty 20. Oh. The, the sword is there because it's special. And that's it. All right. So we had nothing behind the counter, nothing in the room. I guess I have to go upstairs. All uh, right. Well, so just, just because I want to make sure that I'm not misleading you. So you did not investigate everywhere within the room. Oh, only because you said nothing within the room. You have not investigated all of the major points oh, I mean, of interest. Yeah, that's true. Oh, um, I, actually just, I actually just noticed something within the room, mm -hmm. which is probably like exploring rooms 101 for hidden <laughs> shit. I want to uh, look, look under the carpet or the rug here that's... There seems to be an area rug that's in the middle of the room. Mm -hmm. 
I okay. feel like I want to investigate or at least look under there for any sign of a secret passage. Okay. Uh, so roll, uh, you know what, I won't even make you roll. Um, so you, you lift up the carpet and okay. you notice there is some etching underneath the carpet that okay. says it, it's Thieves' Camp. And it just says Tempest Traders in Thieves' okay. Camp. Um, not sure what you make of that. That's up to you. But it's very in, clearly something. In 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 what? In thieves, thieves what? Can't C A N T. It's it's a language only used by thieves, like rogues. It's if you look, it's one of your languages. Um, basically, the idea oh, okay. is that you. It's like a double talk thing. Like you could talk, and if somebody understands thieves can't, they'll understand like a hidden message underneath the words. Okay. It's um, yeah. So that I yeah, mean that's yeah. That's, if you remember in, in your first in your first episode, you had drawn something using thieves can't outside of your door, so that the thieves guild would know where to find you. Yeah. So obviously that's a message. Um, mm -hmm. So it says so. So it just has the name of the um, of, of the building of that you're in. Traders, but written in thieves can. Correct. Underneath the rug. Okay. Um, well, it's a pretty large rug. I mean, did I look underneath the whole thing, and that's all I found? Yep. Okay. So the, the rug seems to only have that as a as a clue. I'd okay. say I, I'm going to give you two more things to inspect in this room before it's going to be a problem. <laughs> that that guy's upstairs. Uh, Okay, so thieves can't underneath the rug. Um, can you tell me exactly which part of the rug it's? Is it the middle, the top, or the bottom? So it's closer to the bottom. So down here. I'll actually. Okay. Boom. All right. Well, so yeah. you found it right about there. All right, that helps. Um, so it's in thieves can't. Um... You got your secret decoder ring, and you could tell that it said, you know, Tempest Traders. Okay. So I know that the thieves have been there. Um, can I check for any loose floorboards where the writing is? Uh, so I, I'll include that as part of the other piece, just because you rolled so high. So um, okay. with your other investigations. So um, no, I, there's. I mean, there's some loose boards, but nothing that's clearly like pull this board up and go in a tunnel. Ah, oh, Jesus, dude. <laughs> um. How do I do next? Um, Dig in the music, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the music, the music is kind of cool. Yeah. Hopefully, the people um, at home also, can... also. Mm -hmm. So there's that big long table that's right there. Yep. I actually want to kind of look underneath the table on the top. Like, look, oh. go under the table and look up. To Got see it. if there's any, anything is etched or there's any clues underneath that. All right, roll me an investigation with advantage. Because uh, at this point, you've got adrenaline pumping. This is probably the last thing you're going to look at. Yeah. Okay. So investigation. Um, have it. Oh, I got it here. So with advantage, so you can roll one more time. In the future, I think you can hold down shift when you click. Oh, well, that's good. All right, so with a 19, so you don't see anything underneath the table. But what you do see is kind of around where your feet would be, near this bookcase here, you see a, the slightest glint 
of a flicker of what looks like green light. Green light? Yeah, so like if you were looking at a bookshelf and you kind of went down on the ground and looked underneath the bookshelf, there's, yeah. you know, it's got the normal thing. Like you could see underneath the bookshelf and there appears to be just a little hint of green light. Uh, okay, so since I'm down on the ground, I'm kind of looking. Um, I kind of crawl uh, quietly over to the bookshelf. Okay. And All right. uh, I kind of put my... Kind of put my hands underneath, and I want to see if it either pulls out or, and I feel I feel like there's uh, I feel some air coming out from underneath, with that mm -hmm. where that light is coming from. So okay, I want to I, I start kind of pulling on the sides of the bookshelf to see what happens mm -hmm. if anything actually opens. So here's the weird thing about the bookshelf. Whereas okay. a normal bookshelf, I mean you're you're not a weak guy. You would be able to move a bookshelf even full of books. This thing doesn't move at all. It's almost as if it's just completely bolted to the wall. Completely bolted to the wall? Yes. So the bookshelf does, like, if you were in front of a bookshelf, you could kind of duck walk it if you needed to, even if it was super heavy. This thing does not move whatsoever. Uh, all right. So what I'm, so. So roll man. investigation for me. Okay. With a 12. So some of the, uh, you notice on the shelf, there's there's several books. And uh, you kind of start looking at them, and some of the names kind of stick out. So there's Rebels and Friends, Phantoms of Reality, The Touch, Unity Vespers, Wolves of the Land, and Fish of Dreams, among others. But those strike you as important. Uh, I think The Touch does. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna look hard at the book that says the touch and actually maybe give it a little bit of a pull. All right. So you put your fingers kind of on the top of the book and you pull it, and it comes away from the wall. And it just that's it. Just kind of loosely flows kind of out from between the books. Okay. So it's, it's not it's not attached to anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, what can you can you read sure. the the names of the other books? So the other books are Rebels and Friends, Phantoms okay. of Reality, Unity Vesper, Wolves of the Land, and Fish of Dreams. Oh man! Roll roll another investigation for me, just just to see something. Okay. Oh God. Not much. <laughs> Not Seven doesn't get you much. All right. Well, uh, let's pull out. Can can I can I try the Unity one? Because I feel mm -hmm. like that's something that the thieves are. Unity Vesper. So, yeah. you pull on Unity Vesper, and you hear a click, and oh, the bookshelf shit. loosens a little bit and slides forward just a tad from oh, it's as if it's, it's hinging on the side. There is a hidden door behind it. That opens up for you. Oh, shit. Just to add a little dramatic tension here, you start hearing the footsteps up above and some, some discussion of, what happened to my pig? And <laughs> I don't know. 
They just there's blood on the floor outside. All right, downstairs, and then you hear them starting to run towards the the stairs. And you hear well, them immediately. Stairs. Immediately, I slide my way into that uh, <laughs> secret door because I don't want them to see me. Okay. Is there anything else that you'd like to do? Um, close the. If there's a way to pull back <laughs> behind me. Good so decision. It, good decision. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you close. You shut the bookshelf behind you. You shut the door, and you do it fairly fairly quietly. Um, you're very confident that they did not hear that. However, you hear their footsteps and you hear them outside. Make a stealth roll for me. All right, Alessio. All right, I'm good at 13. stealth. Yeah. You hold, you hold your breath and you don't move an inch and you wait and you hear the, the sound of a woman complaining and you know, kind of coddling an animal and, and, oh, my little baby, oh my gosh, what happened to you? And the guard says, I will look around and, and you hear him charge out kind of through the, the side door. You hear, ka-chunk, as the doors close behind them. <laughs> so, you are now in a, in a small room that seems much too thin um, to be anything other than a hidden room. It's clearly designed to be hidden from the outside for anybody kind of judging the size of the building. And uh, even even here, the uh, the walls are almost touching your body as you're just kind of standing there. And there's these two torches that illuminate the room. And you see a set of stairs over to your right um, with a plaque hanging above them. All right, well, I'm going to go towards the stairs and take a look at the plaque after I take another sip of Dark Cove. This is crazy. Okay. <laughs> the plaque reads, sometimes between platinum and mercury, Silver is your new friend, but old friend is me. So, platinum, somewhere between platinum and mercury is silver. So it's it's two lines. First line says, Sometime, sometimes between platinum and mercury. Second line says, silver is your new friend, but old friend is me. Old friend. So that means gold. Is, is that so, what you're so that's where I'm thinking. So that means, mm -hmm. do, do I have to make like almost a a uh, a a, <laughs> a monetary donation in gold to open something up? I'm thinking Alessio is thinking gold. Okay, Alessio's thinking gold. <laughs> you think real hard. <laughs> real hard. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Nothing, nothing's happening with with thinking hard. Well, I mean, I know I'm just I'm half joking, but I'm just saying like something you have to do something or say something or something needs to happen. Yeah, I'm just trying to think like. If it's or you plaque. walk down the stairs. Like I, I'm just saying, it's a plaque. It just says stuff. So. Oh, it just says something. I'm haven't I haven't walked down the stairs yet. Correct. You're you're basically stopped at the top of the stairs, looking at this plaque, thinking about the words. Oh, okay, that's fine. Let's go down the stairs then. Okay. So you, uh, you step on the stairs and the ground shifts beneath you. As the stairs collapse into a slick surface, you begin to slide and you land hard on the dirt floor. Okay. So um, go ahead and move your, your character one to the right. All right, cool. So you, uh, you, you come sliding down, landing hard right on your butt, right in a big pile of dirt. Um, <laughs> pro probably not the slickest way to get down, but you, you got down here. So I got down here. Yep. You got down here. All right. 
you uh <laughs> so it smells a little bit damp uh like you know just mildew whatever and the walls are covered in moss and a somewhat derelict boat sits next to a small stream a right. plank covers the stream uh so yeah so i'm looking around and it's surprisingly i i see light bulbs like the place is lit so those are those are basically torches on the walls um, yeah. They kind of look like light bulbs, but yeah, they're they're torches. Like this is, is it is well lit down here. Yeah, it's well lit. Um, so I would like to investigate the boat just to see if it's been used recently. Sure. Um, so you look at the boat and uh, go ahead and make an investigation. Okay. Okay. Um, so because you told me what you were looking for, the DC was slightly lower, but you still rolled a 12. So, I mean, you're looking at a boat. So the, the bottom of the boat actually is a little bit more wet than just what the ambient air is. You feel like it's probably been used within the last few hours. And uh, the oars, <clears throat> excuse me, the oars are, are mostly dry, but there's a little bit of water in the bottom of the boat. Doesn't seem to be anything abnormal about it though. Okay. All right, so for me, um... I want to walk across the plank. I want to keep heading forward. So I go across the plank here. All right. So when you're about halfway across the plank. Okay. Um, roll a dexterity saving throw for me. Oh, God. What's happening to me? You're not a very cautious rogue, are you? <laughs> I will learn you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you rolled a 21, which is fantastic. So... Um, you feel the ground start to move and start to tilt very quickly, but you react even quicker and you jump forward and you land on the opposite shore as you see this, this plank kind of just flop over to the side, appears to be trying to just launch you into the river. So <clears throat> that was it. Or was that a booby trap? Oh my God. Booby trap. Totally. Totally booby trap. Okay. <clears throat> All right, well, that will thank, thank God I roll I rolled well because uh, that would have been terrible. So, um, <laughs> so I do see there's a door here on my left as I'm walking across. But before I do that, I want to investigate the desk here on the side, um, sure. on on my right to see if there's any clues here. Okay, uh, roll investigation. Okay. Fifteen, wonderful. So you look at the table, and obviously right. being, being a table, there are four legs on this table. Of the four legs, three of them have markings on them. One of them has three little ticks. Another one has one little tick. And the other one has two little ticks. What do, what, what do you mean ticks? Uh, so think like, like tallies. Oh, like, right? like scratches, scratches. Scratches, yep. okay. So yeah, not ticks like little bloodsuckers. Um, but to give you to give you a, a hint, so that the from where you're standing right now, the top right one has three, the bottom left has one, and the top left has two. This one has nothing. So three, two, one, and then zero. It's almost like a countdown. Okay. This is fascinating. Okay. So three ticks. Two ticks, one tick, and then zero. So just just to make sure you, you understand. So the one closest to you has, what did I say? Three, zero, wow. two, one. 
three zero two one. Okay. So, I mean, you're you're inferring that there's an order to these, and I just want you to know that they're they're just marks on the legs of the of the table. Whatever okay. order, like whatever order I read it to, you may not matter. Is what I'm saying. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Um, mm -hmm. All right. So nothing, nothing with the chair, nothing under the desk. When I rolled investigation, nothing. Uh, nothing else struck you as strange. Okay. All right. Well, I'll keep. So I'm, I'm kind of keeping the ticks in mind to see if that may come up later down the line. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I need to investigate the ground leading up to the door. I want to check for footsteps. Excellent. Uh, actually, very easy. Not even going to make you roll for it. Um, there are very clearly footsteps. Um, quite a few of them. The the ground is pretty soft and uh, and wet. It's like gravelly, so you could see people's footsteps. Oh, oh God. Okay, great. There's a bunch of folks down here. Um, so clearly nobody wants you to pass that uh, that you know, the booby-trapped plank there. Um, so they, they clearly don't want to be followed. But being Alessio Morte, <laughs> man of my skill and intimidation, I'm going to check on that door. Okay. Um, and just like before, mm -hmm. I kind of want to listen for the other side. Uh, to see if there's any, uh, if I'm hearing any sound. So... Should I perception or investigation again, Bill? Or what do you what do you uh, perception? Okay. All right. So you rolled a six on your perception. Um, you hear something, and it sounds like the murmur of voices, but intentionally very quiet. Okay. With a six, you can't make out any words, though. You just kind of yeah. So. so I do. Uh, so there are people back there. You um, can assume there are people. Yeah. <laughs> There's or dragons. Whole, or it's a whole, it's a whole fucking uh, gathering of more pigs. All <laughs> 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 of Mortimer's friends. <laughs> um. Let's see here. All right, so I have an idea. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is going to work. Okay. So I have the spell Minor Illusion. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if I can uh, pick the lock and then use Minor Illusion to disguise myself as the pig. <laughs> <laughs> Just... All right, give me a give me a sec here to read minor illusion because that I I I think minor illusion is more to like make you know like a, a little little something. You can create a sound. Um, you can create an image of an object such as a chair, muddy footprints, or a small chest. So here's the thing. So with minor illusion, especially being a cantrip, it's supposed to be something fairly simple. So like what I'll let you do is if you wanted to, you could make an illusion of Snortimer. But it won't okay. move, it won't make any noise, it won't do anything, it'll just be there. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, before I need Mortimer, let me... Snortimer, by the way. Snortimer. Let me see if I can... Because he's a pig. Let me check the door, and um, mm -hmm. it's, is it door locked? 
Well, so tell me what your oh well, actually all right. So let me let me explain this this door to you. So on the door, there is a a picture of what appears to be kind of the front face of a piece of gold. Um, so there's there's a typical etching that you'll see on the the front of a piece of gold. It's right there, um, big, fairly round. I'm mean, sorry, fairly large. On the left, where there would be a doorknob, there's actually four little slides. Um, think like, you know, like on a hotel door. And they all are locked, um, but there are four little notches on the, uh, right above the top one. Was that clear? I can re-explain that if you'd like. Yeah, re-explain that again. Sorry, yeah. sure. All right, so picture picture the door. It has four deadbolts. Think of it like that. Four deadbolts, got it. Right. Okay. And and each one is controlled by a slide. The slide above above the top slide, there are four notches in the door, indicating, you know, one, two, three, four. Um, and then there's four slides. Hmm. Can it wink? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm gonna need the pig right now. I think I need to. So. I feel like maybe the, uh, the 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 desk was a clue for maybe the order of how I need to open the locks. Mm -hmm. So um, so it was. Uh, did I write the order down? I don't know if I wrote the order down. Okay, I can tell you again. So it's yeah. three zero. Uh, I forget if it was three. Let's go three zero. One, two. Pretty sure that's what it was. Three, zero, one, two. So how many locks are there, Bill? There's four? four. Yep. All right. All right. So what I want to do is actually open. I want to try to move the locks in that order. So okay. I'm going to go the third one, then the bottom one, then the top, then the first one, and then the second one in that order. To All right, hold on. Hold on. So, so you're going to do the third one, mm -hmm. and then... So starting at the top, so yep. we'll go one, two, three, four. Correct. Tell me what tell me what you'd like to do first. So starting at the top. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So hold on a second. Let me figure. I got to decode this shit. Yep. So starting at the top. So if that's so you figure you're working where you way down, or is that up? Well, I guess I could. I guess I could try the different ways here. So. So if it's uh, so, there's four locks here. I'm gonna throw this out. Um, let's see here. So zero, one, two, three. So that would be okay. All right. So let me let me do this. So it'll be. Mm -hmm. The top lock first. Okay. All right. Then the... So you go to slide the top lock, and okay. it doesn't move. Okay, so that one doesn't move. All right, so maybe it's reversed then. So let's try the bottom lock first. The bottom lock moves. All right, bottom lock moves. So that's my three. Now let's go to the top lock mm -hmm. uh, second. Okay. Uh, so the the top lock does not move. The top lock does not move. What the fuck? 
So three zero one two, man, that didn't work. Okay. So you hear a, so while you're while you're decoding this, you hear above you the sounds of what you'd probably say is three to four people. And you hear you see some light kind of peeking through. If you look up at the at the, the ceiling, it's mostly stone, but there's there's some wood kind of peeking through, and you do see some light kind of leaking through. You also see some dust kind of falling from the ceiling. So there's people up there. There's people up there, yeah. So which means I need to get to this fast. Um, all right, so the lock. Uh, all right, three, zero, one, two. Shit. <laughs> all right, so... so... You, so you've, you've moved the, the fourth-positioned lock over. That opened up fine. The top one you tried to move, that one did not move. All right, so let's move the one above the three. Let's try that one. That one does not move. All right, so then the next one up. That one moves. That one opens. That one opens. And then, so then let's go to the one just below that, which we just okay. tried. So the one in the third position? Yep. So you slide this open, and the entire... I don't know what you'd call it, but basically the faceplate holding all four of these sliders tilts forward and the door slightly opens towards you. Okay. And you see a room through here. I'm, again, I'm, I'm only just opening the, opening the door, but you could do it however you'd like. But the okay. door is now open. Holy so you, shit. you brute force your way through that lock. <laughs> okay. Rut row. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's obviously a bunch of folks in here. This is not good. I see a devil woman and two people wearing a uh, uh, face mask. Well, obviously, why don't you roll perception to see if you actually see anything here? Obviously, they have COVID. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, nice. No problem. So you, you poke your head through and, and actually... Oddly enough, they're all everybody kind of has their back turned away from you, and they're all staring at something kind of on the, on a far wall, like a it's a, a glowing circle of sorts. Glowing circle. Mm -hmm. Nobody see with with a natural twenty. Nobody seems to know that you are opening this door quite yet, or at least they haven't reacted. Okay. So since everyone's attention is kind of towards that wall. Um, I think what I want to do is kind of sneak my way in here and but stay along that bottom wall. Okay. All right. So you move into the room. Okay. And immediately, everybody turns at you. Oh. And they, they smile. You know, some of them are wearing bandanas. Sure, it's just the icon. Okay. Uh, but they, there's multiple people in here, at least seven or eight different people. And they all look at you, they smile, and they start clapping. And they say, nicely done, nicely done. And they say, could you have possibly messed up more? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, the, the, the woman that's in the back, uh, she kind of steps forward, and she, she kind of does this with her, her finger, and she points at the ceiling. She says, everybody, quietly. And you see her, and she, she opens her hands like this, and the whole room goes silent for a second and then sound returns 
and she says, all right, now we can talk. She, uh, she, you know, roll Arcana for me. You're good at that, I believe. Or no, uh, Anomio is, but still. Roll Agnomio, Arcana. yeah, Agnomio's good at Arcana. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Apparently so are you. You recognize this, you know, probably because of your your uh, skills. She basically casts silence on, on uh, it's like a silence dome of sorts. Nobody can hear outside of this room. It's the cone of silence. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so she walks over to you and uh, she kind of walks up and she says, Alessio, welcome to the Thieves Guild. You've made it. Uh, although not without several issues. Uh, yeah, like uh, I almost killed Snortimer, for God's sake. <laughs> we can <laughs> take care of that, don't worry. We have the, the, uh, Adrian, who, who's the owner of the Tempestrator, she says, Adrian is, we'll take care of her, don't worry. And uh, she, you kind of look over and you see that glowing circle that was on the wall actually shows almost as if there was a camera following you. Um, it's kind of showing the back of your head. So you get the feeling that they've been watching this entire thing through some sort of magical means. Um, so anyway, <laughs> she says, welcome to the guild hall. Uh, you've passed your second test, although, you know, some some something to be left to be desired. And uh, I'd like to know a little bit more about you. So she she kind of walks over here to the to the table and she she motions for you to follow. Okay. And uh, she she snaps her fingers, and all of the bandits here, or the the random people, they kind of leave the room. Oh, man, she's got the power. She's got the touch. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all right. Well, she she moves a little away from you. She says oh, that was a little too close, but that's fine. You can sit down on the bench here. And uh, she picks up a a, a mug of of you know, beer or whatever she's drinking, and she starts sipping on it, and she says... Dark ale. <laughs> she says, she says uh, I'd like to get to know a little bit more about you. Uh, tell me first, why do you want to join the Thieves' Guild? Why do I want to join the Thieves' Guild? Uh, all right, so I have to I have to kind of think of my backstory here, which is, mm-hmm. it's, been, it's been a minute. Um, but basically... Um, I'm, I was born in a very small town called the, the, uh, the Rift of, uh, Qualys. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm always been protective of my family. My uncle, Gabriel, uh, was part of the Thieves Guild and he sent me on my quest here to, to join. Hmm. And did he tell you to look for me specifically? No, he did not. Okay. Well, that's good. So, what do you know of the Shadow of Brakath? I don't know much, but I do know they know of me, as I've gotten the messages. Hmm, indeed. Well, your uncle sent word ahead for us to look after you. You, uh, let's just say you're being interviewed because of his background. However, so far, I'll be honest, I'm not very impressed. You did well at you did well at peerless potables, but your stealth skills have a lot to be desired, and you are too quick to attack. So what, let me what do you mean? The pig, a pig tried to kill me. <laughs> well, so let, 
She says, let's let's consider this a teaching moment. Okay. What, what could you have done differently with the pig? Um, I could have possibly distracted the pig with food other than trying to dodge it. Hmm. You took two days to get to this event. I know you were busy. We've heard about the owl bear, and that's very yeah. impressive. It's part of the reason that we're even having this discussion. Mm -hmm. What did you do to prepare for this mission? I wasn't given wasn't given much uh, detail as to what I was supposed to do, um, but I trusted in the message, and I do feel a um, desire to follow in the path of my uncle Gabriel. That was really my that was that was my uh, my driving factor into pursuing the guild. All right. So you see her look down at her hand and roll a perception check for me. Sure. So you notice there's a, a black ring on her finger and there's a slight red glow to it um, for just a split second. The, the black ring on her hand has these, what you would imagine kind of look like like wings, or at least the engraving of wings around the outside of it. And uh, she catches you looking at her at her her ring. And she says, ah, see so you're looking at my my ring. This is a ring of Brakath, and each ring is unique. So everybody can kind of choose what they want it to look like at any given time. As you get further into the guild and do jobs for the guild, and appease our patron, it will evolve, and it will grant you special boons. If you are to join the Thieves' Guild, you will receive one of these rings, and it will help you. But there's still one more, one more errand I need you to run. Are you interested in continuing? I've come this far, haven't I? Indeed. So, let's... <laughs> let me ask you a question. When you place the stone in the this peerless photo, this, hmm? this is worse than a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> so when that's <laughs> funny because I interview people fairly frequently. <laughs> so, um, sorry. When you went to the peerless potables to place the stone, tell me what could you have done better. Oh my god. That was a while back, man. Yeah. What could I have done better? Do you do you uh, recall how that went? Uh you uh you let's see. I remember you, I remember I, I, I dropped the didn't I like make a distraction so I can hide the stone in the plant or something? Correct. Yep. Well okay. you 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 accused the shopkeeper of dropping something that he didn't drop. Yeah. And then you're like, hey, you dropped something. What did I drop? Oh nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, I, I, anyway. I, think, I think to be a proper thief what I need to do is plan my missions more accordingly plan them better uh, for all different outcomes and situations it's something I've always been used to flying by the seat of my pants and, and, and um, relying on my 
acrobatics and my intimidation skills rather than my planning skills. It's something I need to work on. All right, you show promise. You can learn from your mistakes. All right, I will give you your third chance. In order to join the Thieves Guild, you must do three things. First, you must prove yourself through subterfuge, which is what you did at the Peerless Portable shop uh, store. Next, you must show your ability through stealth. You were able to get here, which is an accomplishment. So we'll, we'll give you half credit on that. But your third goal is to steal. Subterfuge, stealth, and steal. They are the tenants of the Thieves' Guild. Tomorrow is Snortimer's birthday. <laughs> this is fucking big. <laughs> as, yeah, I hope he doesn't remember that I stole it. <laughs> he may. <laughs> sort of, your actions have consequences. So, <laughs> so, so, tomorrow is Snortimer's birthday. You must attend, and you must steal Snortimer's collar. Obviously, nobody can know you have it or see okay. you do it. If you accomplish this task, you'll earn your place here among us. Um, okay. I, uh, how would Alessio say it? Um, grazie, thy will be done. I'll ask you one more time. Are there any more questions that you might want to ask about this job? Show me that you can learn. <laughs> Show me that you can learn. Uh, I need. I need to know what is the what is the true goal. What is the end game of the guild? Hmm, that's a very good question. For now, I'll answer that question with making gold. As you earn my trust, I'll answer the question more fully. Okay. Making gold. Making gold. So, you hear... Uh, you know what? Actually, roll perception for me. Okay. Twenty-one. I'm so perceptive right now. <laughs> you, he you hear what could... Yeah, I know. Your heightened senses. You mm. hear what, what could only be described as a roar. Sounds draconic. Um, sounds terrifying. And it's coming just to the north. Right basically past her. Okay. I ask her, what was that? Do you want to know? Do you really want to know? I do. Okay. So she stands up and she walks towards the door and she opens it and walks through. She, she kind I, of motions for you to follow. I follow. All right. Inside the cell that is in front of you, there's there's a pile of hay on the ground, a bedroll, and a large uh, dragonborn that you know uh, named Vulfa, the owner of Peerless Potables. And she says, the stone that you planted brought to light some inter interesting information about Vulfa here. Uh, Vutha, sorry. He has been working with some of our adversaries, and you'll be punished. That's the noise you heard. 
He'll be punished. Mm -hmm. This is what happens when you cross the guild. Well, may I ask what he did? Absolutely. He has been selling Nightshade to people who would potentially use it against us. So Vutha, as she says this, Vutha actually kind of runs up, or I mean, he doesn't have much room to move, but he walks up to the to the bars and he grabs them, and he he yells and says, "It's not true." Oh my God, this is like <laughs> awesome. Um, it's not true. Um, so I actually look to. Um, so uh, I'm sorry. Her name is Nexori. Nexori. N a x o r i. I look to Nexori and I ask her, um, "What proof do you have that he was going to use uh, that he was going to go against the guild?" We have been listening to his shop. We've been listening through the stones that you provided, and we heard him meeting with people and selling them the nightshade. The Evidence is very incriminating. What is to become of him? It depends on what our patron decides and deems worthy. But it is not something I think you'd like to see. Vutha steps back and he sits on the ground as she says that. He, he's looking much more defeated at those words. So what you're saying, Nexori, is that he's going to die? Perhaps. Sometimes death is not the only way somebody can be useful or pay for their crimes. So he could still live and help the guild? Perhaps. Okay. All right. She's a very... Not, not too... Uh, well, not very subtly, she is starting to kind of walk towards you as if ushering you out of the room. Okay. It's your decision if you want to let her, but... Um... Hmm. Part of me wants to talk to um, the, the Dragonborn. I don't believe she's going to let you. I mean, put it this way. As I said, she's she's ushering you out of the room. If you're choosing right. not to, then then it's fine. That's your call. All right. I'll, I'll follow her out. Okay. Um, okay. I'm not, messing so both, with, I'm not messing with Horn Lady. You both walk out of the room, and she shuts the door behind you. Okay. And she says, do not let that be a dissuasion from your goals. Just know that there are penalties for crossing us. Uh, noted. Uh, next story. All right. So, um, yes. Okay. So you have your you have your next goal. Um, now you need to leave. <laughs> oh God! Now I got to find my way out of here. So she she motions for you. She says, "Do you trust 
Well, I suppose you'd be a fool to trust me. Do you... Hmm. You know what? How about this? And she just walks over. And uh, she opens a door behind the fireplace here. And uh, she places her hand through the fire and holds it there. And you see that she is not being burnt at all. And she says, if you'd like to leave, you can take this exit. It will bring you up behind the drunken seal in. All right. And I say to her, thank you for the opportunity. I'll see you soon. All right. And I exit through the magical fireplace. <laughs> fireplace door. Diagonally. Diagonally. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So so you uh, basically the, this scene over. So so you, you end up coming out uh, behind the drunken seal inn. And um, what would you like to do? Do you want to go to your room? Do you want to do anything else? It's completely up to you. So am I outside the, the building now? Yes. Yeah, so so let me uh, kind of place you down on the map where, where it would make sense. So okay. um Oh, okay. Actually, you'll kind of like this. So uh, the, the music stopped. But so up near this this tree that's here, there's actually kind of a, a hidden, covered over by leaves, little trap door. And as you open it, you you peek around and don't spot any any guards whatsoever, and you you find your way out of the little trap door. And you are behind the drunken seal. Okay. Um, all right. So right behind there. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't make it dark time because it's just hard to see. But um, it's, let's see, you started at like, it actually hasn't been a super long time. It's probably only about 11 o'clock. The whole thing probably only took you about an hour. Oh, all right. Maybe, so maybe, maybe less. I wasn't as slow as uh, Nixari thought I was. Okay, that's not terrible. Well, the slowness was not the problem. <laughs> yeah, I uh, made noise with the poor pig. That was the other mm-hmm. well, that's, what happens. that's what happens when you roll sucky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so is there anything else you'd like to do uh, before we call it a session? Um, I, I would like to head back to the you know where I was with my group. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of regroup and rest. Okay, so you find yourself back up into your room. Uh, no problem. You, although you did stick a pig, you avoided getting any sort of blood on yourself because you're just that good. And you're able to walk up through the through the tavern. People are still drinking, but it's it's actually it's only eleven o'clock. People are definitely still drinking. Um, you find your way upstairs and you make your way back to your room and you sit on your bed and the rest of the night is yours. All right. Good job. Well, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was quite the uh, that was quite the adventure. It was very um, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of quick decisions to be made. But yeah, that was that was fun. I liked that a lot, actually. That was awesome, man. Cool. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Um, so, everybody, thank you very much for joining us here on Dungeons and Drams. I hope that you enjoyed your drinks with us, and I hope that you join us again next week, where the group will regroup outside of the Temple of Uros, roughly about 12 hours uh, earlier. So I'll uh, give a quick recap during our next episode, and I hope you all have a great rest of your night. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Here's to staying in the dark. (laughs) Darkness.
Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons & Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice, and be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in Lands of Dimidium. Cheers.